What it do, what it do, what it do. Hey, you already know it's your number one crew. And we OTR toboggan lit. You already know, thanks to the boy Trizzle. Hey, but you are listening to Over the Ropes. Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast Beyond the Ropes. No, I don't have a background. I don't have a green screen. You are seeing everything in the flesh. I know the picture is perfect quality. I'm on my phone. Who gives a fuck? We still about to give you this content. You already know. I'm repping today. I'm OTI out. Boom. So, as an introduction, like I always do, I am OTR Mic Drop. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This your boy, OTR Trey. Normally, well, shit, I'm still technically do-rag Trey, you know what I'm saying? Tuesday night, Trey. But, uh, yo, uh, Mr. Rant just messaged us, said, give him a second, so. Oh, shit. I didn't think he was going to hop on. <laughs> All three of us. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'll save it for him, man. You know, uh. Let's let's do let's do some funny recap, man. I'm not, how you feeling? How you feeling after my birthday extravaganza, dog? <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit. After I passed out on your couch. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, I was the I was the first one out. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting hey, there. I, was sitting there. I, I disappeared on y'all ass. I'm talking to Mrs. Mike Drop, and I just realized, there ain't nobody out here. So I went yeah. to, I went to sleep. Hey, look. So when everybody left, I was like, damn. I felt that shit hit rock bottom. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and lay down. So I laid down. And then all of a sudden, but you know, you're never supposed to lay down when you're drunk. That's when shit hit the fan. Yeah. So I felt it coming up, made it to the bathroom, got it all out my system. I tried to make it back to the bed, but that cool ass flow felt good. <laughs> I laid on the floor. <laughs> But uh, hey, it was epic, man. You I had a good time. The whole the whole OTR was in there. Yes, sir. Yeah, we was all in there. Yeah, it, was, it was a good night, man. You know, it was a good got- night because I was over there while partaking in the festivities. <laughs> I was over here watching uh, war games. <laughs> hey, I was I was too lit to be watching anything. Exactly. Yeah. So I. I want to give just do a quick recap. We don't have to go too crazy on the on the uh on the war games uh recap. Shit, you want to do the two matches, the two war games matches, or you want to go you want to go all all of them? Well, I was gonna I was gonna wait until you know Mr. Rant, um, well OTR Rant came on. All right, before well, we go into the nitty gritty, because you know he liked to do his quick hits. <laughs> Well, he said, "Give him a second. I don't know how long that second gonna be. Hey, well, you know, seconds <laughs> turn into minutes, turn into half an hours. <laughs> but I think he's gonna be on here soon. Um, I mean, I guess until we get into the main topic. Well, actually, matter of fact, let's talk about let's talk about uh, what? How do you feel about Britt Baker? You see what she said? Nah. She was talking about how much time uh all the women have gotten on TV and how much she's gotten." 
like mm-hmm. with a live mic in her hand. She was like Britt Baker for the for the year 2023. She has had zero mic time, like solo mic time. Yeah, not a not a not a not a backstage segment, but like in the ring. Hmm. Now that that leads me to ask: Do they have confidence in the women on the mic? I mean, it depends on who they talking about. Cause Anna J does. Um, Julia don't talk. That's her character. Julia, yeah, yeah. Julia don't talk. You know, she she kind of just directs and stuff. But Sheeta don't talk. Hey, more women, don't... more women on ROH have mic time than. Well, I say the AW. one that probably talks the most is Tony Tony Storm because yeah. mm-hmm. she got that whole thing going on. Yeah, Soraya don't. Soraya talks. Yeah, but. Some people are saying that this is uh, a ploy, and they say, "What do you think about the rumors that Brett Baker is the devil?" Mm. Wow, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't think anything would surprise me regarding that. But my question, my question is, I hate when they do this because at first the devil attacked Jay White. Mm-hmm. The devil was on MJF's side. Then uh, the devil was attacking anybody associated with MJF. Mm-hmm. Small so Joe. And... It looked like a woman in them clothes. So now you're going to switch it and then you're going to have it be a woman? I hate wrestling sometimes. Hey, man. <laughs> I really do. I, I, sometimes it's like you you get what you, what you partake in, man. I don't know. But that leads me to another question. Um, how do you feel about the AEW women's division overall? Because Thunder Rosa apparently has been cleared. Um, you know, that's my girl. Yeah. Um, we don't see as much of it like we used to when Jay was there. Don't get me wrong. We still get we still get heavy heavy women's matches, right? Mm-hmm. But I I seen I seen something. It was saying like um, majority of the women's matches happen on like the dark shows, like Red as Page. opposed to yeah, as opposed to on air or Collision. Yeah, like it doesn't. It's not really dynamite field, which you know it. it man, it doesn't. When it comes to wrestling, I think you're going to run into that same problem, problematic, right? Mm-hmm. And is that back in history, the women were the sex symbols, right? Right. They were the sex symbols, right? They right. they they were the eye candies and stuff like that. They weren't yeah, really typical. That. <laughs> they weren't typically in the ring field competing. So now when you know, when WWE started this whole women's evolution type thing, you know, and, and not saying that they were the creators of it, but when they did the women's um, pay-per-view, you were kind of setting a standard for all the women competitors, right? But then you dial back. He <laughs> said, add me, fool. <laughs> TNA. Oh, and... We got Ranking J. Oh, we, got a, we got we got a ghost. 
I ain't lying, ghost. boy. It looked like you doggone. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, Jay, where your hat? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My bad. Give me one second. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but like I was saying, like, TNA, like, I want to say TNA was, like, leading in, in women's wrestling, right? As far as the women competitors. Just for their style of matches, um, they got they got equal time. Believe it or not, they got equal time as the men did. I do believe that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, with AEW in the women's competition, like in the women's competitors and wrestlers, they going through the same process that WWE going through. Oh, our matches are only five minutes. It's seven minutes here and there, but unless it's a title match and then we get like maybe 15 to 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah, but what stops y'all from getting that airtime is your botches, right? Are you really in the performance? Yeah, are man. you really oh, digging there you go. down? <laughs> are, you really, are you really digging down deep? I don't know what's going on with my camera. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear, hear you. you. Okay. Yeah, you just got this glow. You you want some Bruce Leroy type shit. Those of us, those of you watching on YouTube, not listening on any of the platforms, Jay came in here looking like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whitest I've ever been. We ain't never we ain't, we ain't, we ain't been on stream in a minute. Maybe your camera just ain't used to it. Got to load back up. Right, I guess. So Jay, but, um, we're talking about uh, women's divisions right now in AW while we waited for you. Yeah. But the complaint is always going to be there. The re- the resolution of it is, if you want more airtime, perfect your craft. If you're not in the ring perfecting your craft and, and uh, being a workhorse, then you're not going to get that airtime that you think that you should have. Okay. That's just how That's I true. see it. But I do think that they, they need to put a little more effort into uh, into the women. Like they, got said, a loaded, they got they got a loaded roster. Like they got a loaded roster, but how many of them are perfecting their craft instead of on the internet showing their glutes and being in bikinis and doing that? Are they in the ring? You're talking about NXT training? or AEW? I'm talking about AEW. You see more AEW than anything <laughs> on the internet. Not on my feeds. <laughs> I do. I got a lot of NXT. Girl, I didn't even know what's on there. Yeah, I mean, you you got a lot of NXT, but AEW is the whole roster. The whole Thank women's you, roster is doing bikini shoots and all of this and stuff like that. So how I see it, it's like, if you're doing that, you ain't in the ring training. They can do both. <sighs> it don't take nothing to put a bikini on. It don't. But it shows. It shows in the botches and stuff like that. It shows yeah, when they're in true. the ring that they ain't training. They ain't. They they're not in sync. So, I mean, that's real just talk. I think see. real talk. Skill wise, I think NXT women might have it. Oh, of course. They're they're in the performance center twenty four seven. I'm talking about even more than some of the ones that got moved up to the main. They're in the performance center. Once you move up to the main, your schedule. You more meet and greet type schedule as opposed to being in in the dungeon working to try to get up to that level. It, it's the same thing. Like when you, if you notice, 
I'm I'm gonna use college college football. The motherfuckers in college football are dogs, right? Probably some of the heavy, most heavy hitting, fastest mugs that you will ever see touch the football field. Soon as they get that NFL contract, what happens? They, they slack to kittens. Exactly. They're slack as hell. They get hit once. They crying. They complaining yeah. about not getting the ball. Well, motherfucker, you wasn't working hard like you was in college. Although college, you ain't really had no choice. You was on a schedule. But NFL, you you still on that same level. It's just that y'all all adults. As opposed to the coaches still looking at you as kids when you in college, even though you are grown too, but they still looking at you as kids. You signed to a contract to get up to that superior level. I got you. So the, so the moment you sign that WWE main roster contract, guess what you are? Oh, you on the road. You you promoting and everything. You have to make your own time to hit the gym. You ain't in the gym as soon as you leave out. Like you're at NXT, your TV, uh, your TV home is the same place that you train at. So you ain't got no choice but to be there. Uh, I got you. Uh AOJ, did you get a chance to look at the topics? No, sir. All right, cool. So you're going to go off the cuff. All right. Yep. I'm straight off the top of the dome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then let's uh let's go ahead. Since we missed uh last week, let's do let's do our our quick thoughts or quick hits, <laughs> as Jay would say, uh, and for war games. Just Hit us with over, Jay. Just overall. Quick hits. Quick hits. <laughs> just give me your overall uh impression of war games we don't gotta go through the whole thing um i have to say for war games it was a solid be honest eight, solid eight i'll give it an eight i was on the fence between like a seven seven point five but i'll give it an eight i mean i okay. think i think the war game matches were the highlight of the night um which one will I say? The women's match was uh, a, a little bit of a letdown for me, right? Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it was a much. I'm not saying it was a lot. I'm just saying it was. It was just a just a little bit. Uh, in the sense of, for me, it was just really predictable, right? Uh, I mean, we we all see we all see a uh, belly getting kicked out. We just don't know. When or how it's going to happen, right? Um, and then we knew she was going to take the L. Yeah, we we all knew she was going to take that L. I think that's why it was so predictable because we kind of knew that they were going to lose and she was going to be the one to take the L. Um, Are you surprised that Shotzi actually made it to the match and didn't get uh, taken out? Listen, I'm surprised that they're putting Shotzi's name. Like even even after War Games, what was it last Friday night when they was talking about potential contenders for the women's championship, mm-hmm. and they had Shotzi in there mm-hmm. talking about like, she was a contender. You don't like Shotzi? It's not that I don't like Shotzi, right? I I I don't like this revamp version of Shotzi. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think Shotzi is. A great competitor, but do you see her 
as the face of the women's division for SmackDown. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I really don't. And that's I feel like only... Shanti, I feel like Shanti's feeling boys right now. I feel like she is too. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and they don't have enough face competitors on the. That's why division. I keep saying I really believe that when Jay finally, you know, debuts, I, I really believe that she's going to SmackDown. Yeah. Like I really do. But that's what I said. Even though they tried to say that she she signed an exclusive deal with Raw, but nobody that's that's neither here or there. Yeah. No, I mean it. Okay, the women's yeah, the women's match was. If I had to rank that on its own, it would probably be a seven for me. I mean, I listen. I appreciate Io jumping off the top of the, the the cage in the trash can. You gotta give it to Charlotte for her moonsault off the top of the, the cage and everything like that. Might have been the best one she ever did in her life. It probably was the best one. I mean, even though she caught uh EO in the forehead with her knee, yeah, you know, it, it was hey, you never know what's gonna happen when you jump off the top of the roof. <laughs> hey, but she, I mean, hey, EO EO had more aim with her non seeing herself in a trash can. <laughs> she really did. That's all but, I'm gonna say. I mean Overall, I can't I can't say too many bad things. I think the I think where War Games missed was the singles matches. I think All right, let's talk about those. Yeah, how y'all feel about how y'all feel about uh uh Dragon Lee taking a Carlito spot? I didn't care for it. Nah. And speaking of Dragon Lee, uh, he is now going to be facing Dom on Saturday at Stand and Deliver because uh. Or deadline, I'm sorry, deadline because uh, Wesley is hurt. Okay, I feel, so I feel like oh, go ahead. This is my thing with this whole Dragon Lee shit, right? For Ray Mysterio not to be announcing his retirement, like I know he's like he's moving Golly, towards I that. I know he's moving towards that. I feel like they're pushing him. They're pushing him too. They're pushing him too hard for him not to be like. I don't know. For him not to be really doing shit. He's a great competitor. Dragon He's a Lee. great lucha. I just don't, like, they pushing him hard, but he ain't doing nothing really. They're pushing him to be the new Ray Mysterio. Uh, the new luchador, mass luchador, I feel like. Yeah. It, it's not really working. Now, who's no. the other one? Who's the other one that they have? Uh, kind of like, he's kind of like the Flash. <laughs> But he went to get the mask on. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he fought Dragon Lee at on SmackDown. Yeah, Damn, it's I, S, I think I can't remember his name. Shout yeah. out to you, though, I, bro. <laughs> I, I know who you're talking about. Look, yeah. I was excited for Carlito to come back. I was excited to see Carlito in that one-on-one match to see like what type of what 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 kind of push they were really going to give Carlito, and then they 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 botched it. They screwed it up. Well, how do you feel about uh let's keep it on Escobar? How do you feel about him and his his exit from the LWO was being made official when he turned on his boys? So I feel like I feel like Escobar to me is following that line of uh what's it what's the old buddy's name? Del Rio? Yeah. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio. That's who I see Escobar as right now. Yeah. Well, and you, we already know Del Rio was a was a champion, so 
Yeah. I feel like Escobar could be trending that way if they keep right. if they keep going right with it. Oh yeah, he's definitely a big time singles competitor. Um he's definitely a headliner, I feel like for for Latin American wrestling. Um there's a possibility that he could be creating his own variation at LWO with um Umberto and uh, Angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think they're gonna turn? Well, they're on NXT right now. Uh, they have revamped their persona, so look, they're supposed. They better not do LWO like they did with NWO and have them coming out with uh all purple letter LWO or something, something anti. Nah, I feel like <laughs> it'd just be like. <laughs> you know, kind of like what Escobar did in NXT. Like, if we win, the new, like, doesn't make a new legato. Yeah, basically, it could be the new legato. All right. Now, uh, let's go to Gunther versus The Miz. Definitely an upset. Yeah. Definitely, um, I feel like The Miz should have won. But whatever I mean, they're doing I, with Gunther, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with Gunther. I think that that was definitely a miss. That was a perfect time for Gunther to lose the championship. Yeah, like, first of all... Yeah, go ahead, Jay. No, I was just saying it's a perfect time for him to lose the championship and kind of groom him and get him ready for that that main title run. You know what I mean? Because I just don't understand what more do... Like, what more do they need? They need him to hold the belt till WrestleMania. Like this, the, look the the fact of the matter is that nobody has the championship has not really changed hands. You know what I mean. Everybody continues to retain, except for when Rey Mysterio lost to Jake Paul, and that was just so fucking obvious Logan. that Logan. I mean yeah. Logan. It was just so damn obvious. But other than that, these titles have not changed hands at all. Right. So. I just I don't understand like what they're doing. Like nobody wants to see a bunch of title changes at WrestleMania. And for yeah. them to continue to keep saving shit for WrestleMania is really starting to get annoying. I promise you, it's like every fucking body is going to drop their titles at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean they got they got two nights to fill. But I, I mean, we don't want to see we don't want to see everybody lose their title. So basically, then the it makes it seem like it's fixed. Is that we're going to get the I'm longest in. reigning Intercontinental <laughs> Champion? He's going to lose at WrestleMania, cool. and then we're going to have no. I'm saying we're going to have the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion lose at WrestleMania, and then we're going to have Roman Reigns on his historic run lose at WrestleMania, just like the Usos on their historic tag team run lose at WrestleMania. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's lame. Yeah. So, but that's what's going to happen. I mean, you know, they're already looking at Imperium breaking up. Um, that would be so stupid. What Imperium breaking up? Yes. I mean, once Imperium it, break, once they break up, that's a wrap. That's when the title's going to drop. They yeah, need. Like, they, we need. Uh, there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of heel tag teams. No, but as you can see, like they're teasing. They're teasing it already. And Judgment Day is going to break up pretty soon. And so we're going to need another faction to take over. Yeah, but they're oh. they're also in the mix of building other tag teams. So you're looking at – because 
a lot of these factions are made of singles competitors. Well, were once singles competitors. So all the Judgment Day, singles, right? Then Imperium, yeah, they tag team, but all of them started in NXT as singles competitors. It's what you come to the main roster as. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they DIY, really face, DIY, face team, Creed Brothers, face team, New Day, face team. Uh, the Viking Raiders, one of them's hurt. So, yeah, yeah. you re- Alpha Academy, face team. Uh, that's all on Raw. All you got, only shit, the only uh, heels you got is Imperium and uh, Judgment Day. Now you got what you call it, though. Who? The, 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 the hurt business. They not on, they not on Raw. Oh, I thought you said on Smack. I thought you said nah, on, oh, well, nah, yeah. on Raw. No, nah, on Raw. So true. I don't see the point in breaking them up. At least not right now. But yeah, I agree. I think the Miz. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't know. I, I, I think I think they might be waiting on Gable to take that title off of Gunther. Then they should have let him. They should have let him take it off when he beat him last time. Bigger I show. I mean, when he fought him last time. Bigger show. No, I I know, but I'm just saying I'm tired. Like I'm over it. It's annoying. That's all. WWE is all about clicks, man. The way I see it, it's all about maximizing their profit. Gunther needs to lose that Royal Rumble. I wouldn't be mad at that. Or you put him in an elimination chamber. We gonna talk about all of that, bro. When's the last time somebody lost the title at the elimination chamber? Uh, AJ when he lost it in the match. Said. That was like 2018, 19. When Bray Wyatt won it. RIP. Yeah. yeah. But all right. What about Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark? Did Zoe Stark show you something? Show me that there really is nobody else <laughs> in the raw women's division that can really challenge Rhea right now. Besides That's Becky. Show me. Besides Becky, yeah. And Jay. The, the, <laughs> the raw women's division is in shambles. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that. When I sent y'all that message, and I was like, they got all these women in this when Zoe Stark won the royal the little battle royal they had. I was like, so this is the whole women's roster for Raw. Yep. And I was just looking at the names like singles competitors wise, yeah. Which means then, y'all, y'all know what that means. That belt is going on one or two people. If it's not Becky, it's going to be one or two people. Raquel and Nia. It's going to be either Shayna or Nia Jax. That's the only two people that that belt can go on. Not Raquel. I I don't see them pushing Raquel. They've tried already multiple times. Mm, I I still think she got another legit real push left in her. If they gave her the belt and didn't see what happens, then I think it would be a different story. But they won't even do that. They won't even let her win the belt. So, well, that's yeah. mommy's always on top. Whatever. <laughs> All right, let's get to the main event. Let's get to the men's match. There's a lot of things that happen, and we're going to talk all about it. So that's going to lead into my other topics for the night. But overall, just the men's match in general, just the overall men's match. Last Over. year's was better. Last year's is way better. Oh, yeah, the one the bloodline was legit. Yeah. I think it's because of the drama story, right? 
and I feel like a a, a match in a paper in a premium live event, as such, the story makes the match. The lead up makes the match. Mind you, all of the judgment day, yes, they had the story. Everybody having their individual grudges with judgment day coming together. Yeah, that's typical. That's all right. But looking at I just maybe because the bloodline was more of a dominant heel faction made it so much better and just how like Roman was orchestrating it and even though like it was like it was it was drama within that faction it was it it just worked right no you want me to tell you what really worked I'll tell you what really you want me to tell you what really worked what really worked is that Sami Zayn was technically on the outs right and that was the match that was the match where he really proved himself and he really got into that was Sami Zayn's initiation into the Judgment Day and that's what made that match so much better the way Sami Zayn was taking bumps and and they tried to do that they tried to recreate that with Bailey in the women's match where she kept taking the spears and all the other kind of stuff and it just doesn't work like I hate when they do one it doesn't work because the uh, dance control is Bailey's group she wasn't trying to get accepted she was it's her group she's trying to so no I I will say that uh bloodline the bloodline did the story better of an outsider trying to come into the group with JD because yeah like the way that JD entered judgment day like he finally got his uh they finally accepted him and that was before the uh the war games match Sammy he was in but it was but Jay just wouldn't give him wouldn't wouldn't give him no slack like just just kept beefing with him beefing with him beefing with him and it was when he uh sacrificed KO that Jay that Jay was like, all right, cool, we down. Yeah. yeah. And then as well as uh, this isn't gonna be a popular opinion, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think the whole Randy Orton not being there and then all competitors were in the ring and then finally his music hits after everybody's getting all their beat down today. I think that was weak. It what was annoyed weak me about weak. that was if let's say Randy didn't come out. Was War Games ever officially going to start? Because they said it officially started when Randy got there. Yeah, but exactly. if Randy never came out, <laughs> what was going to happen? I don't, know. I don't know. But it was it was definitely weak. I feel Not- like if I feel like if Randy was going to come out, he shouldn't have came out in the way that he did. He should have like came out through the crowd. He should have came out like climbed the cage or some shit. Or acted like hurt that. or something. No, he like out. hurt because we know that he's better, but. No, like acting like he got beat up or something. I don't know. Uh-oh, but yeah, Randy's freaking jacked though. Holy what? Man came back. Okay, so now before we get muscle. deep into it, I just gotta ask: Where do you put that RKO? Oh, that's the no. On I'm the sorry, one JD. As as good as it was, it still you wasn't better than the Evan Bourne or the Bourne? Seth Rollins from the Stomp. Okay, so, so this RKO is a solid number three on the list for me. All right, yeah. I, I don't know. Him, him, uh, RK and Hulk Hogan on top of that car was good too. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't care. Him, RK, look at that board. Evan Bourne in the middle of that daggone what was shooting it? star. Shooting star, yeah, was ridiculous. And then Seth Rollins, the way he threw his ass up almost that was what, the best. 10 That's feet the best in the air. 
yeah, that yeah, was one. one. This was how'd a solid feel, three. How'd y'all feel about uh uh Rhea Ripley running out with the briefcase? I I I respect it. Like I thought that it this would have been the time for them to cash in. Yeah. I mean really, honestly, even with all with all his ops in the ring. Even with Randy coming back, I really thought that Judgment Day, honestly, I thought Judgment Day was gonna win. Even still with Randy coming back. I did. Right. And then or Randy wasn't gonna come back. And then they were going to kind of blame Cody Rhodes run that storyline where Randy didn't show up and then they was gonna you know, Seth Rollins was gonna blame Cody for the fact that he lost his title, something like that. Some somewhere everybody thought lines. that everybody thought that Randy was gonna turn on Jay and cost him the match. Yeah. I like that aspect. I like the aspect of when he saw Jay, you know, he went look started the RKO and then he said that you you did this and he started pointing at his neck. I, I appreciate that type of commitment to the storyline. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um Cody and Seth looking at each other saying for one night yeah. when they when they teamed up. Man, everything about it the whole like like we talk about when we talk about the storylines, the storylines and everything was, was fantastic. It was great. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The match, the match itself, meh. Because when Randy came in, they just decimated them, right? Yeah. Randy took a couple bumps, but they decimated him. Like yeah. he was just the ultimate the ultimate like deal sealer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mind you, like they fed them boys like <laughs> just the way that it ended. Don't get me wrong, like they fed them boys to the dogs, just finisher after finisher after finisher. I was like, all right, cool, I can deal with that. I do but, appreciate him giving Cody Rose, you know, the the like the the kill shot, the move, and everything. It's like basically like here you go, this is your show now. Yeah, like passing the torch over to Cody Rose. I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all see Mrs. Mike drop in the back. Yeah, I see you trying to. I see you trying to speak around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get to it. The graphic popped up after the match. It was weak. Graphic popped up after the match, and then we hear, and then we hear the closest <laughs> personality come, come on. And then CM Punk makes his triumphant return back to the WWE. Randy Orton grabbing the chair, sitting in the ring, going like this. Seth Rollins going crazy, telling him to go F himself, having to be held back by Michael Cole and <laughs> Corey Graves. <laughs> one, what, what y'all think about all of that? One, I give I give Seth Rollins props for the uh he really has everybody believing that. Even though he doesn't like CM Punk and he legitimately has beef with them. At the end of the day, we already know that Seth Rollins w- wouldn't really do that and, and and risk his job or fine or anything like that. So, But I got to give him props for the fact that he played. Like I said, that showmanship was. Some people got it. Some people just don't. Rhea going like this? <laughs> yeah. R- Rollins got it. The debut of CM Punk was weak. It was mid. It was stupid. It didn't. I, honestly, I would respect him a lot more if CM Punk would have came out when the show first started versus that bullshit. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest. You know, it served absolutely no purpose whatsoever. Besides, Other than feeding, the, besides feeding the people that wanted to see him back in WWE for exactly. years, <laughs> and I'm tired of the I'm tired of the freaking CM Punk debuting in Chicago. I'm over that shit. Yeah, I'm over that. that that's what did it for me. Yeah, I'm over. It. You knew. You hoped 
but you knew he was going to debut in Chicago. Yeah. You don't have a, a – I'm going to say it this time. Pay-per-view in Chicago. No. CM Punk a free agent, and you don't bring him on, right? It, okay. Like, even though we knew Cody was coming, it was it, – like, Cody's return was still, like, triumphant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. CM Punk's was like, uh, it, it was too many mixed emotions that was going through. It was like, okay, he's back. You know, Randy Orton waved at him about time. You know, how they tried to play it with the whole cinematic talking about backstage. People were asking, was he coming back? They denied all of the allegations. They're saying that he wasn't coming. And they said thing. Triple H didn't tell anybody in the match until right before they went out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you had him that. in the building. You had him in the building roaming around back. That's... Talking to everybody. Yeah. Apologizing. He had already done that when they kicked him out of Raw the first time. But oh, you, I would say you're talking, about, you're talking yeah. about when when he was in the parking lot. No, nah, they said that he was uh talking to the Miz, made amends with him. Then, yeah, he and he then spoke to, he had spoke to Triple H, but they, he said they only spoke for like three to five minutes because then he got kicked out the arena. But mm-hmm. I would say if they were going, if since they did debut him at Survivor Series, I'm glad that they did wait until the end um, as opposed to doing it at the beginning um, because he just got back. He don't need to hijack the show by coming out at the, at the beginning, especially yeah. if he's not going to say anything. He did. He's not gonna, he didn't. He didn't. He, he didn't say anything though. I'm saying if he wasn't going to say anything, there's no point in him coming back. Just to come he outside, hij- wave, wave it, and go back into the back. I wouldn't have done that if he was going to come he out. He hijacked Randy Orton's comeback. Yeah, but I don't know. Randy got a bigger ovation. No, he did. No, he didn't. Well, Nothing he got big ovation from me. He got bigger <laughs> one from me. <laughs> um, he got a what? A bigger ovation from me, <laughs> Randy. Oh, Randy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was happy when he came back. No, they said that Randy Orton got a bigger ovation than CM Punk, and I was like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did, but nothing beats that AEW return because that this though the AEW one was more shocking because nobody thought that he was really going to come back to wrestling. The WWE one is the one that everybody's been looking for. Yeah, I agree with that. Now I'll talk about. I got my issues are with what happened the next night, but as far as on Sun on Saturday when he came back. I was cool with it. Um, oh, we all got issues with what happened the next night. Because when CM Punk's around, he's always going to quote-unquote hijack it. But I just would have – I'm glad that they waited until the whole show was completed before they brought him out. Um, they should have They should have had, like, waited until people was getting ready to leave. No. They wanted people to keep watching. No. Listen, like, get people to be like – they're walking up the stairs and then his music plays. Like, oh, shoot. Like – no, how long would you leave the graphic on TV where people cut it off? You still want people yeah, to see it on TV? Yeah, what I would have done, honestly, is right after they did the pyro and they were welcome to, you know, Survivor Series and all that like they do on TV and stuff, let his music hit, let every fucking body be shocked. Oh, my God, CM Punk. Let him come out. Let him do his thing. This way, yeah. The talk is going to be CM Punk coming back, but at least when Randy Orton came back, 
then your focus is going to be on Randy Orton and the match and everything like that. You know, but Randy, saying? but Randy got his though. He got his, he got the, he got his RKO. He got his ovation when he came back. He got his Randy, moment. Randy Orton deserved his moment after the match to celebrate. That's all I'm saying. Eh. Yeah, you got yeah. you got to look at you got to look at his reaction after they got done celebrating. It was like he started leaning against the ropes, like and looking up at the Titan Tron, waiting. Yeah, yeah. So he was waiting on it too. Yeah. So I mean, he he never had a problem. I mean, I think the whole thing that made it worthwhile was seeing how Seth reacted. That was it. Even though it's a ploy, but. All right, damn all this. Let's get to Monday. <laughs> what you want to get to that 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 whack ass? I want to get to that five minute promo that they had me sit through that trash ass raw for. Because <laughs> you give me Zoe Starks and Nia Jax for what, like nine minutes? Then you have Dom and uh, Randy go overtime and leave CM Punk with five to seven minutes to cut cut that that damn that damn whatever that was promo. Talk about I'm home and all this boy. I could have threw up because it's it's a, it was shit. about Randy. It was full of crap. I didn't. Day, you don't promote. Randy. You don't promote seeing Punk, Punk coming back with a live mic in his hand and give him five minutes. I don't give a damn who on the show. <laughs> just to give us, just to give us that. To five minutes, but that goes. But that goes back to the. That goes all back to the whole sense of we've heard this shit before. We just heard you. A year ago, do the same shit with AEW. It's I'm not the changed. same. It's I'm not different. the same. It's the same damn thing. It's the same thing. No, it's not the same. No, he it, came back. It, he was he was brought back by a Triple H ran WWE. He's finally back. This is the first time he's been in a WWE I'm, I'm ring in how long? It's not his, the same. His promo is more. the same. The well, words yes, that, that is he the speak same. is the same. The the moment is different. I understand the moment, but the shit that he has to say is the exact same. CM Punk gonna do the no, same. No, it's not because he literally contradicted everything he said in AEW. So it's exactly. not the same. <laughs> he said, "I can't go back to the place that made me sick in the first place." Where he at? The place that fired him on his wedding day. Where he at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> The then going to have the audacity to say, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money like he's Scott Hall. Hey, but I want y'all to, I want y'all to, I want y'all to know that y'all peep, did y'all peep the, the AJ quote? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He brought her name up by her wrestling name. He's never brought her up, like her wrestling name up. He also called her April. So the fact that he called her AJ. Mm-hmm. Could, could oh, she's coming seeing, back. Could mm-hmm. we be seeing Royal Rumble. Uh, a, a return? Royal Rumble. I think speaking so. Of, speaking of Punk in the Royal Rumble, do y'all think that it would have been better in a debut at the Rumble or return at the Yes. Rumble? Absolutely. At what Listen, number? One. Yeah, no, because I feel like I'm about to say if he goes one, they really gonna have him go the distance. <laughs> 15. I mean, who's winning the Rumble Royal Rumble this year? Probably him, but I but I don't think he's coming out till uh like probably in the twenty in the twenties. 
because at first we were all we were all talking about it could be uh LA Knight. And mm-hmm. now I doubt it if LA Knight even Oh, trust me, we're gonna get we gonna get to all of we gonna get to all of that. But I wanna get uh I wanna get JD's thoughts on that promo. I already gave my thoughts. I got more, but I don't wanna hijack the show. <laughs> on, on what promo? The CM Punk promo. Anything that anything that he said. Anything first he said. of all, first of all, you took a quote from the rock that say he's home. Mm-hmm. I analyzed that. One, I'm looking at everything that you're saying, right? And I'm like, and, and I agree with you. It contradicts everything that you said in AEW, but of course they're rivals, right? You actually are back in a place where shit, mostly everybody thought that you would never come back. You even said you wouldn't come back. But we know you hurting. You hurting for money. You hurting for fame. You hurting for all of that. Like oh, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Moxley said. Yeah, you you hurting for all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and who knows how long this is gonna last? I think that's just my thing. Like, how long is this gonna last? I think he has until after WrestleMania to prove, or until WrestleMania prove that you know he's worth keeping around. Yeah. So I'm so I'm reading right now, Kevin Nash, who has been saying a lot about CM Punk recently. He said that the he said that Tony Khan should have fired CM Punk the first time. I know y'all mm-hmm. both echoed that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Then he said, as according to uh, or his thoughts on his podcast, click this. He said about the Monday Night promo. I thought the glad handing on the way to the ring was not him. For someone that was so pipe bomb, it felt very contrived. At the end, it was like, oh, shit, I better slip this in so I have some credibility. Quoting Punk, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. I've heard that before. I agree with him. I agree with everything he just said. I feel like that so whole now, that he cut was, was wrote for him and was told yeah. him, like, listen, this is what you're going to say, <clears throat> and, and then we'll go from there. He now has to abide by the system. Oh, he definitely has a... Uh, uh, Behavior clause. And let me tell you something. Shit is different with Triple H than it was with Vince McMahon. It's not even just Triple H show. It's the whole company, TKO, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. They ain't, they ain't, they're not settling for that. Dana White, all of them people. They're not going to settle. All the people that sit on that board, they're not going to settle for that shit. Mm -mm. But then again, I can't really, you can't really say too much because Dana White is one of the biggest hypocrites of all time anyway. You know, oh my god, talking, did you see you see that nasty ass crew he rolled up to the UFC with? It was him, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, and Donald yeah. Trump. <laughs> I'm just saying though, how many times have he come out of his mouth talking about how uh uh Conor McGregor is never gonna fight in the UFC again and then he had some you know another fight, or even John Jones, you know, to saying John Jones, no, uh-uh, he'll he's a he's disgraced the, the sport. He's never gonna fight in there again, but yet yeah, he's been in there again. And I'm a big John Jones fan, you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, you can never say never when it comes down to anybody. Right. Anybody, if it makes them money, they will sign them. Doesn't matter yeah. how much they hate. Them. How y'all feel about? Sign them. Oh, go ahead. And with this thing, at the end of the day. I'm gonna say that Triple H is Trump is proving himself to be a better businessman than Vince McMahon at this point. All right. 
Well, we already knew that. He's at a proven state, and he's still going well, to keep proving Define, define business, man, because Viv did turn it into a billion-dollar company. So when we well, say business, business, man, what we mean? Decision. Oh, okay. You mean Booker? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's still a business, right? Well, we got to get you late some time. Vince had 40 years. He had 40 years. But look, and at the little bit of time that Triple H has had control, and I'm not talking about control of the company because he doesn't have control of the company. He has control of what we see. So for that business aspect, he's still at a proven state. Like, I'm better. I'm better at this, right? So he's going to do. I kind of agree with that. He's going to do what's best for business, right? Mm, I'm going to win this. Like, at the end of the day, it's still it's still a wrestling war going on. You know, it was a big, it, at the end of the day, it was a good business call to bring CM Punk back. Yeah, but see, here's the problem, right? The people got to realize and they got to remember too. Vince is old and senile. So the decisions that he's made, I want to say in the last 10 years, you got to kind of chalk that up to him being old and senile. <laughs> right? Yeah, I ain't talking about young Vince. All his decisions that he's made all the way up until, I want to say, 2015. Okay, 2015. I was going to say like six. I was going to say like 17, but we'll say 2015. Now, 2015 is when Vince and started getting on his high horse, started letting people go. And, you know, was, that's when the whole treating unfairly thing really started happening. Whenever they did that mass layoff and they had let off like 35, 40 superstars at one time. Yeah. With when I think was when Vince lost his mind. Yeah. So. All right. What's your thoughts on uh, Randy Orton joining SmackDown? Well, we already knew that. We knew that was coming. We Roman needs a new competitor. Technically, Randy has never fought Roman for that championship. And and the and Randy has to finish his feud with the Bloodline. They're the ones that put exactly. him on the shelf for over a year. So exactly. uh, he's he's, he's made him he made amends with Jay Uso. Yeah. So, he said as I mean, long as as long as you're not in the Bloodline, we're good. Here's the crazy part is, do you think that Roman, I mean, do you think that Randy and CM Punk are going to be on SmackDown? That was what I had to get to. Adam Pierce told Seth Rollins last night that he plans on offering CM Punk a raw contract when he comes to Raw next week. Yeah, but this Friday on SmackDown, he's going he's to, going to be there. He's going no, to be there. He's going to be there and he's going to decide if he wants to be on SmackDown or Raw, is what they said Monday night. Oh, okay. Well, we'll uh, CM Punk's CM Punk is going to Raw. I think they're going to throw a wrench. I think CM Punk's going to SmackDown. So he's going to keep. So he's going to keep uh, 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 hijacking Randy, huh? So Randy going to SmackDown. Punk going to SmackDown. Only reason I say that is because SmackDown they don't have nobody. Putting CM Punk and Randy on SmackDown gives you legitimate contenders for Roman when it comes down to title defenses. Yeah, they but they're not they running out of people each other. They running out of people on Raw too. This this uh Shinsuke Cody thing came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I like just the story to, though. Just to have Cody feud with somebody before uh the Royal Rumble. I'm but just trying like to figure the story, out how they're gonna get Cody fighting Roman for the title. Probably elimination uh, chamber. Unless Cody wins 
And yeah, and I was about to say because if somebody from Raw, then there has to be somebody from Raw that wins uh, the Royal Rumble, and then Cody's in the Elimination Chamber and he gets to fight for the SmackDown Championship. Remember what I t- remember what I told y'all, man. Because there's been rumors they talk about Roman and CM Punk. I, I, I swear on everything I love. If CM Punk beats Roman Reigns for that damn title, this is going to be y'all two doing this damn podcast. No, they. I'm not. I think that my head will literally explode. I'll be so livid. <laughs> it's done. We would do our last episode and retire. Do you, so, yeah, but that would be such a slap in the face to put the World Heavyweight Championship on Cody. Yeah. That's why the still, title of this still... episode is called How Will the Story End? Cody, be... needs the, Cody needs the WWE and the Universal Championship. That's the title that he needs. Because I'm not trying to be mean, but the World Heavyweight Championship wasn't there when his dad was competing. And does Cody, have to, be, does ha- does Cody have to be Roman to get that title? Yes. Yes. Because what if because what if he be, what if what if let's say Randy beats is the one to beat Roman and Cody takes it off Randy? No. He still I mean, he still, he still he's he, the, the story is for him to win the title, not necessarily for him to beat Roman. I would I would have said that's fine if he didn't. Oh, I lost my earpiece. I would have said that's fine if he didn't lose to Roman at WrestleMania last year. The fact that he lost to Roman at WrestleMania last year, the only person that he can beat and win, it has to be Roman Reigns. It has to be, and we already know that he's going to fight Roman Reigns because the way WWE is, they run WrestleManias back to back. We got Shawn Michaels, the Undertaker, back to back. I mean, yeah. Undertaker and Triple H back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how they do things. So it's going to be back to back. John Cena on the Rock back to back. Like when you got a match of this caliber, they're always going to run it back to back. And this is the thing: Cody is still popping up on SmackDown free will. True. Two weeks ago, he popped up on SmackDown to save LA Knight. Didn't he openly challenge Roman Reigns too? A little while back ago, Cody Rhodes? No. They just had a face-off when Jay and Cody was on SmackDown. And he just let it be known that it's unsettled business. All right. So, we were wondering when uh, Priest might cash in. So, the next three PLEs for WWE is the Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and then WrestleMania. I mean, at this fucking point, he's going to hold on to that shit until WrestleMania. You think it's so you So, because we were wondering if Money in the Bank was before or after. Money in the Bank is after. You think he can wait all the way until the next Money in the Bank? No, I think it's going to be WrestleMania. You think you really think it's going to be WrestleMania? So, we don't yeah. we don't have a fast lane, right? We only got, got those rid three. Of the pay, they got rid of the pay-per-views now, or the premium live events in December. So... Now all we got is just the one in January. It's going to be WrestleMania. Why? Because the Elimination Chamber is in February. They don't have one in March. And then they got WrestleMania. So let me say this. That's how it's Let me say this. The way that it's looking with the return of CM Punk, I don't don't see Damian Priest. If Damian Priest cashes in, he's not taking a title. So that goes to there's rumors that they trying to dig up Stone Cold and finally have that Stone Cold CM Punk match. At WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. If he don't fight Seth. 
But that's what I'm seeing is gonna happen. I see, I see Seth and uh, Seth and CM Punk fighting at let um see. let me see at WrestleMania. Fight. All right, so this is the WrestleMania predictions. All right, y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just go over it real quick. So the WrestleMania prediction is Roman Reigns versus Cody. Mm-hmm. All right. Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And those two are for the championship. So Roman versus mm-hmm. Cody championship, Seth Rollins versus CM Punk championship. Okay. Then we got John Cena versus Solo. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we have Logan Paul versus LA Knight for the mm-hmm. United States Championship. And you know they got that eight, they got that eight man tournament right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got Rhea Ripley versus Becky mm-hmm. for the Women's World Heavyweight Championship. We already know this one's going to happen. Jimmy versus Jay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Now, here's the surprise. These are the surprise for me. They have Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Mm. And they're now on separate brands, so I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to work, but they could there could be a way. I mean, yeah, I there's always see, it's not, this professional wrestling. There's always a way. I can see Drew eliminating Randy Orton at at the Royal Rumble. All they got to like, do, all they got to do, all they got to do, uh, do is just say that Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis had a conversation <laughs> and made it, this match. That's all they got to say. Here's the surprising one, and the reason why I say this one is surprising, I tell you, is because they have Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But in the picture, I know they're gonna pop up. Gunther Gunther does not have the intercontinental title. title. Yep. So Elimination Chamber is mm, I'm thinking. He's even losing it at Elimination Chamber. They don't have an intercontinental champion on here. But it just it's it's real surprising that they have him versus Brock, which I think would be a really good match. Uh, but it's just surprising that they don't have him with the Intercontinental Championship, which means that a lot of people think that he's going to either drop it, Royal Rumble, or Elimination Chamber. And then they also have Jade versus Bianca versus Charlotte, right? I didn't see that in this one. They might have updated it. Yeah. I've seen but, that exact same one, but it was a triple threat match, Jade versus Bianca versus um, Charlotte. That means one of them has to have one of those going to be ill soon. Well, it didn't necessarily when I seen the the little um when I seen the picture. It, Unless they do it as like the number one contenders match at WrestleMania, that's yeah. a WrestleMania worthy match. It is. Jade nobody had a versus, Yeah. Could you imagine? They've never done that before. A number one contenders match at WrestleMania, nope. triple threat match. That would be a first. You know, that's a big deal. Like, they should do that more often. And then the winner could face the champion on night two. Yeah. That would be dope. Hmm. Yeah. Or the Monday night or the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, it it got to be night two because these matches right here are enough to fill one night. Do you but think that we're going to ever get the, uh, the Paul Heyman triple threat of Brock versus Punk versus Roman? No. Well, I saw another thing that said that Brock Lesnar could leave Roman for CM Punk. Mm. 
You mean uh, you mean Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman could leave uh, Roman for CM Punk. I don't I think, think that that would happen until the Bloodline storyline is about to be over, mm-hmm. and that could be like the final. That could be like the final uh, disc to Roman is everybody leaves him, and then his wise man finally leaves him and goes back to where it all started. Well, not where it all well, started. If you think that's, about that's, it, that's that rock, would be a, but... that would be a perfect thing for it to happen because right now I believe Roman doesn't need Paul Heyman. Right. Mm-mm. Only reason why they have Paul Heyman around is because Roman's not showing up every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way that they can really continue the storyline is that. But once Roman loses that championship, and then we figure out what's going on with Jimmy, because we know Jay is gonna stay on SmackDown. I mean stay on Raw. They're really I think his solo career right now is is taking off and they can't slow it down right now. Right. Yeah, even though they took Yeet away from him for copyright yeah, purposes. Yeah, copyright. Oh, they did? Yeah, because... You don't can't say it no more. Yeah, because it's in a song. Uh, He just said it on Monday. That might be the last mm-hmm. day he can say it. And he had the shirt on. Well, yeah, but they... So if you rewatch the video, now on YouTube, they blur the shirt off. Uh, so he just found could. out Monday. So they blur it out now. If you they go probably couldn't get it. They've probably been trying to get those rights. Yep. Well, either way. It was a TikTok song. They'd be like, yee, uh, yee. I don't think that I don't think that they're gonna put Jimmy and Jay back together anytime soon. I do. I, I, I need no man. I need to see I need to see Jay with his solo title. You know what I'm saying? I need to see him with that solo run. <laughs> And the fact that he had that World Heavyweight Championship match with Seth Rollins just goes to show that he is he's he's a he's a main card person right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jay could be World Heavyweight Champion and, and hold Raw down. He could. I believe that 100 percent right now mm-hmm. with the way that with the way that his popularity is with the fans. Hold on now. Could Jay be the one to beat Gunther? That was the first, and that was the first singles title he tried to go after. That's what made him main event. Jay was him going after the IC title when Jimmy got hurt the first time. Ooh, Jay and Jimmy for the Intercontinental Championship. Ooh, I like that. I like that too. I like that. All right, so before we get out of here, um, I just want to know. How do y'all feel the the turn went, and where do you see it going forward? Drew McIntyre officially turning heel. I like a better heel. Yeah. I've, I've always hated Drew McIntyre as a face. I hate that one, two, three countdown. I'm glad he stopped that shit. Now he's yeah. heel. <laughs> I need them to go back to calling him the Scottish psychopath. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he dropped the whole sword thing in the ground and whatnot. Love it. Glad he doesn't come out in a skirt anymore. Love it. It's called a kilt. Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be respectful. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like this is a good swerve for him. Um swerve. He doesn't he doesn't need <laughs> he doesn't need a uh a championship to progress his, you know, his heel heel esque per se. No, but I do want to see him win. The oh yeah, he needs it. As a heel, I definitely want to see him. He held down Kobe. He held down the bubble. And for him holding down. He the COVID champ of the world. 
for him holding down the Thunderdome, he needs he he deserves another title run. We're gonna do and an episode of the Thunderdome. I'm gonna put us in the Thunderdome. I, I'm down for a Thunderdome episode. <laughs> I'm doing it. Next episode, Thunderdome. <laughs> episode 95. Uh is it just me, or every time something happens at the end of Raw, I always think this this nigga Priest is going to cash in. Like, as soon as uh, Drew came out and Claymore, Jay, and then took out Rollins, because I think that, honestly, at this point, Drew is so obsessed with taking out Jay, I think he would just let Priest cash in. Yeah, I don't think he would stop him. No. No, but I... Faith no, Drew would have. But I think that he's so pissed off at Jay because Jay took an opportunity away from him, he feels, because he fought Seth instead of Drew uh, last night. That I think he'll just let Priest cash in and do, he don't care. He just wants the title. I get what you're saying, but the problem is, is that they're not going to let anybody cash in on Seth. That's where the main problem comes in. Yeah. Whoever Seth- gets cashed in on is going to be the person that beats Seth. I would yeah. love it if CM Punk got cashed in on. That would be, uh, uh. <laughs> I still say like Drew. I don't know. I feel like, hey, my dude, <laughs> fight, fight, Seth, win it at WrestleMania, and then get cashed in on. He'll get his WrestleMania moment. They're going. They're going to. Uh, they're going to uh, main event night one. It's just so many people who deserve that 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 main event spot, right? Because they was even talking about Seth, how he still hasn't had his main event opportunity, even though Ooh. he cashed a one-on-one title match at WrestleMania. He has not had that. Who? Seth yes, Rollins. he did. No, he didn't. He had, he, against, he had he against Finn Balor. Against who? Finn. No. That wasn't main event. That was a WrestleMania. Mm-mm. Ben fought uh, Edge at WrestleMania. Oh, it's Edge. Yeah, you're right. Duncan. Seth Rollins fought Cody at WrestleMania. Yeah. That was a one-on-one. Right. But it wasn't he a hasn't title. Headlined. He hasn't headlined uh, WrestleMania as a champion. So that's what they're saying. Like, there's so many people who haven't had their opportunity yet. Like, his opportunity was the fact that he cashed in on Roman and Brock, right? That was his last big time WrestleMania moment. After that, it's been, oh, I got RKO'd, I lost, you know, like. But you think about it, that was the same thing that they did to CM Punk, and that was the reason why CM Punk left. One of the reasons why he so left. That's why, so that's why they're looking at stemming them against each other to headline night one of WrestleMania. Alright, so I want to end it off on something, something, uh, I don't know if y'all, it may be funny, it may not be. And so, did y'all hear the promo that Ric Flair cut on Wednesday? This past no, Wednesday? Bye. <laughs> he said, no. let's party like it's the old days. I can tell you the hotel, but the ages 18 to 28, leave the boyfriends and husbands behind. Come party with me and the stinger. He said he apologized to Tony Khan and said he'll quit if Tony Khan needs him to. If that's best for business. I need I need Ric Flair to sit his ass down at home. Well, he was just hitting that old man strut with Prince Nana um the other day. Enjoy his jello pudding. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right. 
Pop his little blue pill every once in a while. Get it hey, on. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't care. But at this time, it's a wrap. It's done. Ric Flair has had an amazing career. Amazing career. And he's killing it right now. Honestly. Yeah, it's time for him to walk off in the sunset. He's killing his career. He's, he's, just there, he's just there to support Sting. It'll be over nah, in March. It, he's he's great for no. to be put down. He, it would be great if he was there to support Sting and he just stopped talking. Well, then there's just no point Ric Flair being there. Exactly. So, therefore, he <laughs> needs to go home. Speaking of uh, Sting's last match, it's going to be in Greensboro. Y'all trying to go? AEW Revolution? When? Uh, March 24th, I think. Oh, I might be up there for a, for a basketball tournament. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Win the game, go watch Sting and Flair. <laughs> it could be a possibility. Could be a good possibility. Let's see. Let me let me take a look. Let me take a look right now. I actually oh, no, I think that's on a that's on a Saturday, right? Yep. I'll be no Sunday. It's a Sunday. Sunday. Oh, it's a Sunday. Yeah, I'll be on Wednesday. Oh, it's actually March third. Ooh, that might Sunday, be. March third, Greensboro, North Carolina. And they're, let me see, I don't know if y'all can see it. See that sting right there? Greensboro's too far away. That's an hour and a half. We've gone to SmackDowns and came back the next, the same night and gone to work. (laughs) (laughs) So let me know if y'all are interested. Greensboro Coliseum, start time 7 p.m. All right. (laughs) But y'all got anything else y'all want to touch on before before we get out of here? All right, well, send us out. And you have been listening to the must-hear talk show and all the YouTube sports entertainment. This is Over the Roach Wrestling Podcast, and I give you our due. This is OTR Mic Drop. It's Jay. Your OTR rant. Your OTR (laughs) rant. Your OTR rant. Rants. So this is OTR Trey, aka Treyway, aka Tuesday Night Trey tonight. Uh, yeah, man, that's all we got. Appreciate y'all joining us. This is episode ninety-four. Episode ninety-four. Uh, we are six away from episode one hundred. I will continue to uh beat that into the ground because can't believe we about to reach hundred episodes. That is crazy. But yeah, this is episode ninety-four. So just keep uh keep tuning in. Yeet. Hey, you can't say that. That's been (laughs) trade.